Hey there, ladies and gentlemen, it is Michael Harding on Where's Your Head At on Unity Radio 93.5 FM. And today we've actually got a very, very special guest all the way down from Manchester. Um, I'm not going to spoil too much of his story, but wow, trust me, you don't want to get in a fight with this guy. Uh, so without further ado, uh, welcome to the studio, Mr. Reese Roberts. Hello, hello, guys. <laughs> hey, 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 thank you, you for coming down. How's your day been so far? Very, very well, mate. Very yeah. well. Positive. Yeah, bro. Yeah. You you walked in. As soon as I saw you, you hit me with that energy, bro. Vibrating right now. Bro, I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you, this guy is literally like a human <laughs> rainbow. Like, you know um, those Skittles adverts where like the rainbows just like blurted out of their mouth and it's just straight positive vibes. That's that's Reese. I'm sure you're going to be picking up that energy over the radio waves, guys. Um, so, Reese, the first question that I ask everybody is, and this can mean whatever it wants to mean to you. You can answer it however you want to answer it. Okay. Where's your head at? My head is at. I'm I'm chasing what I believe. Mm, okay, yeah. expand on that. What's that mean? <laughs> I'm doing me. I'm doing me. Um, I'm following my passion, following my heart. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the message that's that we're we're trying to get out to people yeah. is is to that life is short and you should always do what, absolutely what you love. So yeah. for you, what what would you say you believe? What's what's your thing? What's what's your being awesome. happy, okay. being happy, um, I'm feeling content. That's what I believe. You know, sometimes you know you can be somewhere in life, um, and if you're not happy or, or content, you'll never prosper. Um, and that's what I believe in. Mm. So that's what I'm chasing right now: is just being happy and content. Oh wow, that's mm-hmm. wicked! That's wicked. So, talk to us a little bit about. Um, actually, you know what? I'm, I'm drifting now. I forgot my own schedule. So I meant to ask you, what's a quote? that means a lot to you um a good quote okay um actually i read it not long ago and it and it fully made sense to my life um and it said something along the lines um if you're not happy on the pavement that you're walking then pave a new one so like you know like i said to you it's about being happy and content so Mm. if you're not happy where you are you know, change the route. Mm, go, Simply go change the route. Direction. Sorry, listeners, my nan's trying to ring me. She <laughs> wants me to get the Christmas turkey. Hello, nan. Um, I'm just on the radio at the moment. Hiya. Can I ring you back in a bit, please? Okay. Sorry about that. Bye, bye, bye. Sorry, guys. That's just my nan. <laughs> okay, cool. So, uh, you were talking about like just creating your own path. Absolutely. Um, and yeah. kind of not not feeling like a, a victim of the, the mm-hmm. pathway that you're on and that you've always got the ability to kind of absolutely yeah. do your yeah. own thing. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. So what give give the listeners who don't know anything about you a little bit of an insight into to who you are. Okay. <laughs> okay, so my name's Reese Roberts. I'm thirty one years old. Um I'm a former professional boxer. Um I'm a current owner of a barb shop called Pure Silk Male Grooming in Manchester. And I have three children. Esme, Anaya, and Rafe, and I have a beautiful missus called Natalie. <laughs> That's nice. me. That's <laughs> In a nutshell. Tell, tell us a little bit about the the boxing. Where, where, okay, what so got you into it? Basically, from the age of four, I started kickboxing, and I had a natural ability. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I excelled at that quite quickly. I was fighting for Great Britain when I was seven. I ended up. Being a world champion at age nine and being one of the youngest second and black belts in Europe at nine years old. And then when I was 10 years old, I got into boxing and I was kind of doing the both. Mm-hmm. Um, and my first five fights, I won the national title in boxing as an amateur. And then I turned professional at 18, 17 days after my 18th birthday, I turned professional. Um, you know, I had, I, had, I had a lot of talent assigned with some big promoters like uh, Ricky Hatton and Frank um, um God what's his name? <laughs> I can't believe Frank 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 Warren sorry yeah so I signed with Frank Warren um, and everything was going well I had an international title underneath my belt I entered a um, a competition called Prize Fighter I was a finalist in that and then I ended up having a bad hand injury uh, which enabled me to stop my boxing career early. Okay. So I had to retire when I was 24. Um, Can I touch on that? Because I know it's yeah. a, it's a, a, it's an area where 
there's a lot of kids that their whole life is based on sporting achievement and mm-hmm. we've we've seen it recently with that young kid from uh, Man City who took his own life yeah um, because he mm. obviously had this career and then it didn't go the way that he'd, he'd mm. planned Can you touch on like the kind of things that were going yeah. through your head and like how you so, came out of that you know as you know being being an athlete um it's a hundred or nothing so you're putting all your eggs into that basket and like I say, you know, especially if you've done it from a young age, your your dream, you know, what you're working towards, I was like, I'm going to be a pro boxer. I'm going to be a world champion. So, for instance, like the young lad you were talking about, in his head, he's going to be the next, um, you know, Messi or, Messi or yeah. Ronaldo. So, these things, you have such high expectation of yourself and obviously people around you must see that you're talented and just believe that you're going to be like this. So, when you have such an image of how you're going to be and all of a sudden something gets in the way and it all come it all comes cra- crashing down on you. Mm. These things can cause, you know, depression and I was certainly depressed. I felt like my world has ended. What am I going to do? Mm. Um and at the time I'd only just opened my barbershop and this was kind of like a plan B, like a backup plan. Mm-hmm. So I've always thought, you know, I'm gonna be a boxer, I'm gonna be a millionaire. I'm going to be successful mm-hmm. and this is it and all of a sudden reality kicks in and I can't fight anymore and it's like wow I'm I'm just a barber like and then you know for a while I was really down about it mm. and I can imagine a lot of sports stars um, a similar story happened to my cousin who used to play for Manchester City he had two really bad um, leg injuries which caused him to retire early um, he's gone into business and he's been successful and I just think it's about where you channel your energy and, you know, no matter what path you go down, like I was saying before, you can create whatever you want. You can be the best. If you, if I wanted to be a bin man, I could be the best bin man. I could be the most mm-hmm. successful bin man. But again, it's just about being content and happy in what you're doing. And I kind of like switched that energy and sw- I'm channeled all the energy that I took from sport and I put it into my, my barbershop. And now we've, we've blossomed and, you know, it's, it's going really, really well. We're very successful. And to touch on that, guys, sorry to interrupt you there, Reese. If I ever have got something major going on in my life, I go to all the way to Manchester just to get my hair done. Cause <laughs> Once you get your hair done by Reese, that's, that's it. Like, that's, that's it. And like, you, you can't ever... It, Sorry, other barbers that might be listening that have got my hair, but you just haven't got anything on Reese. So <laughs> now's a perfect opportunity for you to do a shameless plug. What's your uh, Instagram? Where can people find you? Uh, pure Silk Male Grooming. Okay, there we go, guys. <laughs> just just check Pure Silk Ting. Yeah, that's it, man. That's it, that's it. Okay, cool. Yeah. So for any young people that are out there, oh, so let, let's do the old classic cliche. If you could be you now and talk to Reese when he was going through that kind of mental depression when he was kind of in this dark place what would you what would you say to him i would just say um you know your route might change but it doesn't stop you blossoming down that route because you know i can i can i can still reach where i want to be in life through another route it doesn't always have to be what you're doing and sometimes it teaches you like the route through sport i thank it because the things I've took from sport, like my discipline and my work ethic, my mindset, and I've put it into this business, it's the reason why I've done what I've done in this amount of time because I'm 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 ready for that. Mm. So I've took I've learned a lot from sport and now I thank it. I don't look down and think, Oh God, I could have done this, I could have not. I look at it in a different dimension. Mm. It's about perspectives. Mm. In my perspective I look at it and I thank I thank my journey through sport. Mm-hmm. And now I'm looking forward. I don't really look back. I just thank where where I've been and what I've learned from that. Sick. It's just taking that positive out of it. Yeah, man. Like that's it's that it's that that saying in it. That quote. The I seem to find myself saying it a lot with everybody on the show. That within every obstacle is the equivalent seed of, Abs- of opportunity. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's there. It is yeah, yeah, there. Yeah. But you've just got to find a way to persist yeah. and it will kind of blossom for you, like it like it's done in in, in your case. Yeah. So. Talk us through a day in the life of Reese. What's what's a day in the life of Reese like at the moment? Okay, so right now lockdown's a little bit different, mm. but just before <laughs> lockdown, I tend to start my day 
Um, I get up quite early. Um, I've been getting to the gym for like half six, seven. Um, I have a, I have a black coffee. I get to the gym. I do my workout. Um, I love my breakfast, and then I get straight to work. Um, I come home from work. My missus has got my tea ready, <laughs> and it's playtime with the children. Put the children to bed. Um, and that's that's quite it's quite simple for me. I like to spend. I'm a family man, so I like to spend a lot of time with my, my children. Um, and I work hard, you know, throughout the week. I work hard. I like. I don't really watch much TV. I like listening to podcasts or um, you know watching documentaries and stuff. So um, yeah, that's pretty much a day. It's a bit boring, but it's. Um, I'm happy about that. I like what, it. I like a, having a good routine. Whilst I set up the uh, Facebook Live, what's the podcast that you're listening to at the moment? Um, at the moment, I've been listening to a few Joe Rogan stuff. Um, oh. Yeah, I like um, I like Grant Cardone. Yeah, he's a beast. Yeah, he's I like a Grant major Cardone. beast. Did you see the um, the Joe Rogan one with Mike Tyson? I have. I've seen a bit of that. Yeah, Yo, Mike Tyson. Is, <laughs> oh, I didn't even realize yeah. how spiritual the guy is. Like yeah. he's he's doing that DMT, wasn't he? Right? Yeah, yeah he's, so. he's <laughs> it's like and the same with his trainer Costiamato. Mm. Like, I, I, yeah, I didn't realize that boxing was such a I don't know I, I thought it was just a physical thing but it's so mm -hmm. much more of a mental thing yeah um, Joe, um, Custom Martel reminds me of my first professional coach which was Brian Hughes who's, who's an MBE um, and he he's very very similar mm -hmm. you know he's never boxed himself mm -hmm. but what a great trainer and how he tailored um, you know, is training to 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 the individual. Mm. He would assess you as an individual and what works for you, mm -hmm. and how he encouraged you. He made just just made you believe in yourself. And it's very similar to um, Custimato. You know, he took Mike Tyson, a kid from the streets who was full of anger, mm. uh, you know, and just wanted to kill everyone. But he channeled it into the right way with his boxing. He was so relaxed when he was in the ring. Mm. Um, and how he made him believe himself because he didn't believe in himself, you know. You'd never believe that. Insecure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was nervous, and and what he done, he transformed him, and he, mm. and he channeled it in a right way, mm. you know. There's so many ways he could have went down Mike Tyson, and you know he was a very big guy at his age, and to be a, a heavyweight world champion at the age of 18, it just goes to show, like, you know, this kind of person was a special individual, Crystal Matto. And what he done with someone like Mike Tyson is amazing, mm. absolutely amazing. Mike Tyson brings me on to a, mm. a subject that I think is a very important subject to talk on, and I know you're passionate about it. Is financial literacy mm -hmm. and athletes and mm -hmm. just I don't, I don't even know where to begin with a question with that that subject because <laughs> yeah. it's such a important subject for athletes that yeah. just isn't really discussed like I, I i never really see it as a it, it it should be its own separate industry financial literacy for athletes and for absolutely but it's yeah. just no one's talking about well, it. well you know if you it's like for me if you're coming off the streets um from a council estate um you're not around people who know about how money works, wealth, mm. you know, you're, only, you're a sucker of your environment, so you only know what your parents teach you or what your friends tell mm. you. So if you do come into money, and a lot of the time, which I'm, I'm a sucker of this um, environment, when you get money or you get something, you buy things that you've never had. Mm. So you indulge. If you want the latest trainers, you want the latest car, you want to go here or there um, and you know because of your environment it doesn't teach you how to invest correctly or in, in invest into an asset that appreciates or, or pays you a passive income mm. and it was only until like I'd say like 2014 or 13 when I met yourself and other people around me I realised I started reading um, and you know finding out how money actually works mm -hmm. because I used to blow my money and 
you know, I, I used to see a lot of young footballers, mm-hmm. um, especially footballers, because you know when they when they when you start off as a footballer, you get paid very well mm-hmm. at a young age, and it's kind of it's kind of dangerous in a way if mm-hmm. you don't know how to handle it or you're not being managed correctly and pushed in the right direction because it's e- easily squandered. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, in sport, the, the career is so short, and if you don't make it and and invest correctly. Life after sport will not be good because again you're putting all your eggs into one basket, and you're not thinking of life after sport. Mm. And that's the difference because I was so thankful and so lucky that I continued my barbering throughout my my boxing career. Mm. And if I didn't, I, I have no idea where I'd be now. And and the only reason I, I kept up with it, my my dad always said, you know, keep your hand in that. You never know when you might need it. You know. Boxing's a short career. Mm. The average guy at my weight retires at 31, 32. So it's like, you know, you're not going to stay young forever. If you've not invested or you've not got a sideline, what are you doing? But at the same time, you need to put 100% into boxing Mm. to to, to be a true professional. And I was training twice a day and I was working. Wow. So So it's finding that extra 100%. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So... You know, it was very hard. Mm. It was very hard. I don't even know how I done it. When I look back, I actually have no <laughs> idea how I done it. <laughs> because because I think now it's hard, you know, and I'm just working. But you know, training twice a day, you know, eating the right nutrition and resting, it was very, very hard. My, my day was jump up, but you know, it is what it is, and I'm where I am, where I am now. So, um, like I said, I think I think that, and that's probably where I've got my work ethic from. Mm. The sport you know, and the discipline. Yeah, absolutely. So, in terms of financial literature, literacy, mm-hmm. what was what would be a book that you would recommend to a young person that's listening today, and they're an athlete yeah. and they're thinking, okay, yeah, maybe there is something I need to do, or maybe I need to understand how money works. Yeah. Uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. Okay. That was the game changer for me. Yeah, that, <laughs> that, that literally. <laughs> I had like a full on paradigm shift. Like when I read that, I was like, wow, what have I been doing? <laughs> yeah, I really, it, it brought a lot of things home to me, that book. Um, I had to stand up to the plate and admit a lot of bad stuff I've been doing financially. Okay. So yeah, it, it taught me a lot. It are you, are right you willing right to share any of the mistakes that you've made? So- oh, mate, I've squashed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, squandered money like you won't believe. Yeah, completely. Just on. Things like you know, I th- I feel like if I've spent money on a memory, I don't count that as anything because mm. I believe memories last forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But spending money on stuff that just means nothing, like expensive shoes or I don't know coats, bags, whatever. Just the just the usual yeah. junk that you get <laughs> roped into. You're on Instagram. You're looking at. These, you know, the latest Christian Louboutins, and you're like, oh my god, my heart's saying I need these. You know what I mean? My head's like, no, you really don't. Really. But um, yeah, you know, we all we've all done it, and we all get drawn into. I think society these days is very, it's um, it's a very keeping up with the Joneses, and yeah. you know what I've got, and people judge you for you know what, what they see. Mm-hmm. But they, you could have. 4p in your bank account but you've got Louboutins on and you've got a Rolex watch on your wrist mm. and you know people are impressed by things that don't even matter like like I said it's about being content and happy and that's that's the riches of life mm. well power there power <laughs> so guys uh, we're going to just jump into a quick commercial break here uh, thank you Reese, for, for everything you. that you've contributed for the, the first half of the show um but before we go on to the break, um, where abouts in Manchester can people find your store? If they're, if they're okay, so it's, it's in Whitefield, Manchester. Okay. Whitefield, yeah. You give Just us the postcode. A postcode? <laughs> yeah. M456AU. Oh, but obviously people need to make a booking, right? Yeah. So you can find us on Booksy. The Booksy app, download it on your app store. And type our shop in Pure Silk Male Grooming and make a booking. Oh, perfect. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, get yourself down to Pure Silk Male Grooming. Coming to a city near you. Hey there, ladies and gentlemen. We, we are back. Um, 
unfortunately, Reese just was just dropping some gems in the, in the break. So <laughs> I've, I've just had to just pick up the mic again and just go, hang on a minute. Say that again. <laughs> say that again, bro. Like the Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> yeah, bro. Say it again. One, one more time. Let the listeners hear. We was talking about getting it. Yeah, I just said, like, it's just like this, um, you know, how much do you really want it? You know, and it's as simple as that. If you're willing to run through a wall, I'm willing to run through a wall to get where I need to get. How much do you really want it? I was just talking about working. People think, you know, I'm working, working, uh, active working, but even when I'm home, I'm still working towards where I want to get. So I class it as working. I just don't stop because it's how much I really want it. And it's it's what I add into my life to add value. So I everything I want to do is to help me. I'm not going to waste time um, on something that's not going to help me get where I want to get or being around the right people. Being around people like, for instance, me and you having a conversation. I'm working right now. I'm promoting my business on the radio. I'm talking about things that can help each other or create a good mindset for, for me to get where I need to get. So I'm working right now. Mm. So people just think if you're actively working or whatever, um, you know, that's it. And when you go home, you watch TV, it stops. No, 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 no. The most powerful times are spent at home, actually. Mm. Like I practice what I've been learning at home in mm. work or what I'm doing. Mm. That's when that's when it's more powerful. That extra mile and yeah. it's that extra ten percent. Like so, if you're not keeping it moving, you either stood still or you're sinking, and it's as simple as that. <laughs> wow, the <laughs> gems, the gems. Yeah, like we, we were talking about, like the the concept of of time, and I think for a boxer, pushing yourself to the limits mm-hmm. is is what it's about. G- give us an example of how intense that your your trainings. You so did. I. Again, like when I look back on when I was boxing, I kind of used to hold myself back, or you know. But now I think train until you're sick, train until I'm physically sick. What's there to lose? Give it everything. <laughs> I'm not gonna die. It's you not gonna kill breakfast. me. <laughs> uh, do you know what I'm saying? Train until you're sick. You know, train until I fall. So, and then rest well. But it's not just about training physically. It's training your mind. Mm. what are you putting into your mind what are you polluting your mind with mm. and this is where I'm really careful what I intake now I don't want to intake any garbage I only intake something that will help me or something that's positive or any people around you if I feel a bad energy bro stay far away <laughs> don't come in me bro you're not ready to be on my frequency right now mm. and the way I am now is like I can't waste time I can't waste that or you know looking at junk or feeding my mind junk i'm not interested if it's negative i don't want to know i don't even watch the news i don't know i didn't even know who was in my category i couldn't even tell you some some guy said to me you know what reached number five in the country i was like all right really because i'm not interested whoever i think i prepare for anyone so i if someone's a southpaw or someone's got a big left hook i'm not bothered because how someone fights somebody else is not how they're going to fight me so I just make sure I'm prepared so like now in business I don't care what Joe Bloggs is doing down the road who's my competitor I'm not bothered mate like <laughs> I'm doing what I'm doing so do you know what I mean if you want to focus on me then you're wasting your time bro mm. I just look at me <laughs> I don't look at anyone else I don't look left and right so I'm not bothered what anyone's doing in your lane I focus on my customers building my business and building my people and that's as simple as it is Wow, the gems, guys. This is like business one hundred and one. The, <laughs> the business education that they don't quite manage to put down on a on a, on a piece of paper. No. So, talking talking business, give us give us an obstacle or a challenge or a situation that you've been through that business wise is now been a blessing. Um, learning how people are. So, I believe business is just about people. It's understanding people. It's understanding a need and a want Mm. um, and building people. Um, You know, if you have staff or whatever, um, building people has been an obstacle for me and understanding how people work and and tailoring how I approach somebody because not everybody's the same. Someone might be more sensitive. Mm. um, Someone might be more strong-headed. Is knowing the approach, how to adapt yourself to help someone. Um, 
so that's been a bit of an, uh, an obstacle, uh, which I've learned over the years, and I feel like I'm getting pretty good at that now, mm-hmm. um, which I'm quite an understanding person. You know, I take everything in. There's no right or wrong way. Um, it's just about, you know, reaching the goals that we need to reach. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sometimes, you know, you're, you, 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 your route might be longer, but as long as you reach, to reach that destination, that's the main thing. And you know, with business, with, with clients and stuff, it's about understanding your audience mm. and understanding, you know, what makes them happy. Because mm. in my industry, it's not just about you know giving the best fades. We don't just sell haircuts; we sell a feeling. So when someone comes into our shop it's how we make them feel that's what they're going to remember more mm. than something a physical now it's like say for instance you've got two news agents right they both sell the same things they're both next door to each other mm. but john on the left hand side and pete on the right hand side john's a bit of an idiot mm. he's a bit negative mm. he'll tell you his problems when you come into the shop he'll he's, he's not the most approachable guy mm. you know you might shout at you if you do something wrong in the shop but Pete on the right hand side is very positive. You walk in, he's hello, how are you doing? He's interested in you. Mm. Where are you gonna go? They both it's both the same shop. Where are you gonna go and you're spend your money? To the positive guy, the exactly. So you about your day and exactly. who you are. Pete's gonna remember what you done last week. You went to a wedding last week, didn't you, Michael? Yeah, how did it go? How's your daughter? You know, this is the difference. It's not just about how great you are at something, it's about how you are with people. And there's one thing that I think I have a bit of a gift for is how I am with people. Hundred. Do you understand? So I might not be the best haircut, you know, best barber in the world, but I have a package and it's about a package that you know, we we are good, we're mm. good with people, we, we we care about people, we care about how you feel, we're very welcoming and the level of customer service is is the same it's about being consistent like that mm. so every single time you come in to our shop it's the same level of positivity it's the same vibe we create we were interested in the client not ourselves we're not going to unload at the end of the day our shop is our stage and it's a performance mm. you can't bring your outside problems into this do you understand it, it's a performance business is just a performance so that's the way I see. That's why I see how it how it goes. Wow. So, in terms of what what would you say is the future? What's 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 your vision? Where's what's the the goal for the next? My goal five, for me 10, is to years? help as many people as I can. Um, my goal is to is is to set up an academy where I take kids off the street, you know, troubled uh, kids uh, who have been kicked out of school or whatever background, and. I, I mentor them and I and I and I teach them a skill for life, mm. which is how to cut hair. This skill is amazing. You can do it anywhere around the world. You're always gonna make money. Always. <laughs> no matter what. No, ma- okay. no recession, yeah. whatever. You're gonna yeah. make money. Mm-hmm. So not only that, I'm gonna mentor them. And what's happened in my life? I feel like I can help people. I feel like that's my passion. I get more out of helping someone than any amount of money or anything. That's my get up and go and. I believe in myself that I can help somebody and I can help change their life. And not only that, I can help guarantee them a job or an apprenticeship um, within my business. And that's my passion and that's my goal and that's what I'm going to achieve. Mm-hmm. I often say that, you know, that the barber chair for men, men don't really talk about their emotions or talk about what's going mm-hmm. on or how they feel. Yeah. The barber's chair, I think I think barbers don't get the credit that they deserve. We you know? really don't. <laughs> Like, you guys are actually counsellors yeah. on the slide. We're you know? actually full on. We're counsellors. We're <laughs> we're accountants. We're business people. <laughs> we're everything you can imagine. Like what what somebody unloads onto us within thirty or forty minutes of the haircut, you have no idea. Like I've watched guys that have been with me. I've been I've been cutting hair a long time, so I've had someone been with me like seventeen years. So you can imagine I've seen people that have. I've watched them grow up as kids and then I watched their kids grow up. So (laughs) it's like, it's so mad because like a barber, people are so loyal to you. So loyal. Again, again, it's about the relationship and how you care about someone. Mm. People remember that. People remember, you know what, we close at seven, but I'll tell you what, bro, come at half seven, I get even after hours. 
Don't worry. You got to go somewhere. I'll stay behind for you. People will remember that over just give them a good haircut. So it's about going the extra mile and what people, how people are with me. Well, my best friends are actually, I, I met them through being, you know, cutting the hair. My clients, they've actually become my best friends. So, you know, again, it's, 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 it's a life. It's not just you're going into a barber shop. People come into my shop just to chill out and catch up. Like, literally, it's the hub of an area. It's yeah. about a community. And especially, like, you know, if you watch, like, uh, the film Barbershop and stuff with the Afro-Caribbean hair, this has always been a hub in a, in a black area. Mm-hmm. And this is, again, something I wanted to create in my area, which I think was lacking. Mm-hmm. And I've definitely done it, you yeah, know. 100%. You know, <laughs> I get messages of, of um, kids' mums just thanking me just for giving them good advice or, you know, telling them not to smoke or drink and stuff like that like you know if you're gonna get on my channel you're a young guy and i see a bit of talent i think bro what, what are you doing man <laughs> what are you doing messing about on the street you know go and practice football so yeah, yeah. these kind of things i will i won't be like you know going with the flow and just say yeah do what you're doing i'll be like no man yeah so i mean it's you know it is, it is barbershops have a powerful impact on an area yeah they do very they powerful become like the big brother the big uncles absolutely yeah they, they don't even know that they need and <laughs> it's crazy yeah yeah it's, yeah. it's, it's crazy what you what you intake um and also it's important for us what we give back because um you know we can give bad advice wrong advice so you know being a hub of an area where you're getting young people or any any age coming in you know, it's people true, have yeah, just gone through through a divorce, so and true. I'm listening to it. Somebody's just passed away, and I'm listening. I'm like, wow, like, you know, I've I recently someone I know that they, their baby was a stillborn, and I didn't even charge him because I just felt that it was just like my way of my showing my appreciation. I was like, Do you know what? I'm not even charging you. Please, that's just my way. Go and get a drink or whatever. Drink on me. Just a little thing like that, and it really went a long way to him. He really he, he messaged me afterwards, and he was like, "Wow, Reese, you know, I really appreciate that, you know." And this is someone I, I, don't, I don't really really know him. I've you know I've cut yeah. his hair a few times, but you know, it's just about putting back into the universe, back into people, and you know, being a being a great good person. You know what I mean, and when when you look at all the biggest businesses and the most successful ones in the world right now, that is all they're doing. Absolutely. The, yeah. the difference between the iPhone and the Samsung, as you know, I cannot stand Apple phones because <laughs> I'm just like, they're not good phones, in my yeah. opinion. Like, statistically, logically, they're not better than Samsung's. But what they yeah. are amazing at is the customer service. Absolutely. Mate, they book you in for an appointment. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're getting an appointment yeah. to get a new battery or yeah, to get their, a, a their new marketing, charger. Marketing techniques are just on point. On like. point. They, they just make you feel good. Same thing with Amazon. They bloody, like, you. they're not even actually checking to see if your stuff's actually faulty. You're just like, <laughs> yeah, 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 take the money back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What? Like, it's crazy. Crazy. And that's that's the the real difference in in success. And it all, obviously, success and, like, one of the things I've been preaching recently is that the 21st century is about money is created through the value that you're bringing to the marketplace. Mm -hmm. And value isn't just a document or a product. It's the service. The Absolutely. value is yeah. the time and the energy that you're putting effort, into yeah. the people. Mm-hmm. And that is that is the key is the service. And that's one thing that I, I, why I was so keen to get you on the show because mm-hmm. there's a lot of entrepreneurs and a lot of people starting things and you're going to face challenges. Absolutely. But the <laughs> way that you can build a following and you're one of the people that I've seen that's got such a loyal following. Mm-hmm. Like, like, for example, myself. If I know I've got something, I'm traveling all the way to Manchester mm-hmm. to get my hair cut. That's yeah, that's crazy. Like, yeah, how crazy. have you done that? It's because of the the value. Yeah, it's just adding value to people. Um, again, you know, again, I say business is about people, understanding, um, and I've, it's 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 what I enjoy. Like, I enjoy meeting people. I'm not scared to talk to anyone or um, you know ask any questions, and. For me, like I enjoy being around people and listening to how people's lives are, and and just adding as much value. Like I'll just give it out for free. Like, and I believe in the world. I'm pouring this into the universe, and and I think what you receive back, you know, the universe works in mad ways. Like, 
And I think money is just it's just a trophy or you know, it's just yeah, a trophy for what exactly. you're doing. It's not like a feeling's more than money. Do you know what I mean? Like so, um, you know, the feeling I get when I've helped someone or done something for someone is way more money than money. Way more. So you know, like I say, like it's just about what you're pouring into the universe, man. People always look to, a lot of people look to what they can get, but not what they can give. They kind of don't understand what it's about. Like they've always got the handout, which I think in society again, with the whole economy and stuff, like what are the government giving me? What what am I getting? Mm. And this is what's wrong with society. This is why. You know, people are coming to this country like, why are you not working? They're going to take your jobs, bro, because they're willing to put it in. Mm. It's about how much you want it. Yeah. Do you understand? So people, instead of looking at it like, what I can get, you know, who's going to give me something? No. What are you gonna Change give? your dimension and think about what you're giving mm. and believe when the universe gives it you back. <laughs> I, I, I want to show you something, actually, like based, based on that. I'm going to put it on Instagram live because this is one of the things that was taught to me. I can't even remember who taught me this, but... It's such a mad thing, like when it, when you want to understand the concept of of giving and how we're actually designed to give as human beings. Like you can't not give, even if you if you try to to not give, you you have to. So I'm gonna show you and the the guys on Instagram a little little something here. Yeah. So what I want you to do if you're listening, um, try this probably when you get home or, or, or whatever. So Reese, if you just put your hand out and I'll put my hand out, right, like this. Now, if my hand's a fist, can you give me anything? You put your hand out like you're giving me something. So you, you yeah. Can I give you anything? No. No. Not at all. Not at all. If I've no. just taken from you, I'm now <laughs> stuck. I yeah. can't give you anything. No. I can only take. Take, like, yeah, yeah. Whereas if my hand's open... Yeah, I can give to you. You yeah. can give to me. Exactly. So you always get your hand open. <laughs> so if you very, very true. So if you're just giving all yeah, the time, yeah. it puts you in a position where you can actually receive, receive yeah. more when 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 you're giving. Um, Powerful. So one of the things I wanted you to touch on because I've been an athlete, um, and something I know is very important to you is nutrition mm-hmm. and the difference nutrition makes to performance as an athlete and performance mm-hmm. as a business owner okay so um again when i when i turned professional with my boxing um i had no idea about nutrition i'd eat junk food and still walk around with a six pack i'm maybe genetically <laughs> gifted i have no idea how i got by um i met a nutritionist um and an ex-professional uh bodybuilder called brian goddard he literally changed my life <laughs> like what he taught me about nutrition so he started laughing. He told me to write down for a week what I was eating. Mm. He burst out laughing in my face and said, how is a professional athlete surviving on this? Like, he had no idea if I was a freak of nature. So <laughs> I was like, okay. So yeah, what he taught me about nutrition and what I've, what I've also learned on top of that since retiring and stuff, this is where it starts, I think. Mm. I think it starts, you know, obviously putting your mind into a positive state and nutrition helps us. So your energy levels, how can you thrive? How can you focus if your nutrition is right? Mm. It doesn't make sense. So if you have a Ferrari, you're going to put the 99 octane, the highest supreme fuel in a Ferrari. You're mm. not going to run it on the bog standard fuel, are you? No. It just doesn't make sense, right? So exactly, you, you are a Ferrari. So if you are operate like a Ferrari, you put the best fuel in, don't you? So, so for me... What I've learned about nutrition and is tailored to the individual depending on how active you are and stuff like that. Mm. I try try many things. So right now, I'm on a juicing diet, mm-hmm. all my juices, and I'm on a juicing detox just to challenge myself mentally mm-hmm. about my discipline for my food and also to see what I get for it. I try. I like to try new things. So right now, I feel amazing. So I have like mental clarity. I don't have that brain fog. Mm. Um, you know, I feel like I'm full of energy and when I'm when I when I start the day, I'm charged, I'm ready. I do set set things in my day to, you know, prepare myself and, and, and I work like around my carbohydrates around when I'm more active, like you would when you're training. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying when your body needs the energy more, that's when I tend to have the right kind of foods. Um, which again it's gonna help you in business because if you're if you're firing on all cylinders 
people are gonna get the most out of you. Mm. You know, your staff are gonna get the most out of you. Mm. If I'm if I've not ate and I've not had my fluids, I'm gonna be a bit grouchy or snappy. Mm. If I'm snappy to a member of staff, you might be sensitive, you'll go home. And I'd be like, you know, Reese is really you yeah, know, cheesed yeah, yeah. me off today. Um, I don't like how he's acting. They're not getting the best out of me, are they? So again, nutrition is so important, whether you're in sport or business, very, very key. Like, same with exercise, <laughs> you know, exercising. It's because it's it's a package. So, you know, if you have a few weak links in the chain, eventually it's going to break. But if all the, the links are strong, your chain's going to just flow strong mm. and it's going to keep flowing. So this is just a, a link in my chain. It's the same way as my exercise, it's the same way of me reading and polluting my mind with good things and being around the right people mm. talking about the right things it's just a thing that i believe that you have to cover all angles to make the wheels turn do you understand yeah yeah. because yeah, if yeah. something's missing it's not going to be firing the same do you mm. understand so i think nutrition is absolute. so would key. you say that you can you from your understanding can you get the same results from your business with bad nutrition that you can with good nutrition? Absolutely not. <laughs> wow. Well, some days I'll work 14 hours active, 14, 15 hours. Do you think I could do that eating McDonald's and just um, junk? Like, <laughs> There's no way. And the, the high level of concentration I need in my job. So um, I need the right nutrition. I need to stay hydrated. I need, I need the, that energy to continue me through the day, to keep the level of mentality focus at a high at a high level, high frequency. It's actually so mad to think about when you actually really deep it. Like, <laughs> hang on a minute. Why, you actually cannot perform in any business or in anything without the highest levels of nutrition. How can you? You can't. And it's about prioritizing the time as well. So, say for instance, Mike, I go and work 14, 15 hours in a day mm. and I've trained in the morning. If I have not had enough or the right nutrition, when I get home, are my kids going to see the, the best of me? Nah, as well, yeah. Do you understand? So not only am so I thinking true. about the business, I'm not, I don't want to come home, which I have in the past and I've learned from my mistakes of being like grouchy with my missus or grouchy with my children. It's very key that, you know, <laughs> I continue this um, way of life to, for people to get the, be the best out of me, mm. i.e. my children, not just about the business. So, so true. It is. It's it is so deep. So like, <laughs> people actually don't even understand. And I, and I think it's very hard in this society that we live now because it's so easy to eat junk food. Everything's accessible. Mm. Everything's about convenience. You just go to Mackey's on the drive-thru within three minutes you can be having a big mac you can go to kfc all the all these delivery all the takeaways and stuff mm. people don't have the time to prep the food or whatever do you know what i'm saying so it's so it is hard and this is the reason why i think successful people are successful because they're willing to pay that price to go to all the efforts to prep the food it's that little detail it's the little tiny things that and it's I'd... so obvious because you see it in sport so yeah like if, it, if if it's the nutrition that makes the big difference in sport why would it not be what? the big difference in, in business, business life work exactly family like it's exactly the same it's exactly the same like i said to you before it's, no matter what path you go down it's still the same discipline it's still the same work ethic still the same mindset of what it takes so why will it change just because it's sport it doesn't change so that's why I believe I just take what I was doing in sport into business. It just makes sense. <laughs> it <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> I will have a recovery meal after my <laughs> after my, my day at work. Just the same old I would do when I when I'm you know when I was training. Same vitamins. You're still an athlete. Still an athlete, bro. It's just a different different sport. Absolutely, absolutely, exactly. <laughs> this is, this is so exactly true. what it is. It's, you're still performing. Yeah. It's a performance. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? No matter what, if you go to work and you're an IT consultant or you're in recruitment, you, you have to be fine. If you're in sales, if you're in sales and I'm selling you a car now, Mike, and I'm tired from the night before because I've not had enough rest and my nutrition's been rubbish, I've not had any breakfast. Do you think I'm going to put my energy into you? Do you think I'm going to go that extra round? Do you think I'm going to ring the extra three people to follow them up? No, you're not. You're going to give up because you've not got the energy. 
It's Simple so as that. true. <laughs> wow, that's see how I've, 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 as you know, I'm big on my nutrition myself, but I've, I've never thought of it from that perspective in terms of my individual performance. I've always thought of it in terms of health, health, and I've got to look after this vehicle now so that it's able when I'm 50, 60 mm-hmm. years old. But yeah. no, it's 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 far bigger and far. Well, you're right than that. because if you look at I tell you what, this is the difference. This Saturday, Roy Jones and Mike Tyson are on a fight. Mm. Everyone's backing Mike Tyson, but I'm backing Roy Jones. Do you want to say the reason why? Roy Jones lived a clean life. Mike Tyson hasn't. Mm. He's been addicted to drugs. He's alcohol. Yeah, all sorts. All sorts. Everything's been in his body. Roy Jones lived a clean life. And it's like it's like this. Floyd Mayweather. the reason why he had a long career is because he was an ultimate professional and he lived the life. He lived the life of being a true professional and looked after his body. Mm. He's always stayed in shape. His nutrition's always been on point. Yeah, he, did, he never had a downtime or holiday never. period. He's always stayed in the gym. And this is why he dominated the game and stayed a world champion for over 20 plus years. Mm. And it's because he lived a true professional life. He don't drink. So look at him now. Look how young he looks. <laughs> look yeah. how fresh. It's like he could just get into the welterweight division now and still dominate it yeah. because he's lived a life and he's he took you know control of his nutrition and rest and you know positive things in his life. Mm. So this is why now he still looks fresh. He's still walking around at like he must be like what eleven stone. Mm. So it just makes sense. And, look, and later on in life, yeah, you benefit so from mad. that. So to to wrap up. We're going to throw it back to you, which is the Ask Mike Anything section of the show. So any question on anything in the world? In the world? <laughs> Let me think. I'm going to ask you a question now. All right. Where do you see the financial market going from next year? This is. I'm asking you this because I, I'm actually intrigued with what you say. Where do you, where do you think the financial market is going to be from January onwards. <laughs> <clears throat> that is a very interesting question. I think there is a lag and a major separation between the markets and the economy. And there has always been a gap and a lag between what's happening in the markets, the financial markets, with people's stocks, investments, and so on and so forth, and the actual economy. But this is probably one of the worst ones ever, fundamentally, mm. where there's 10 million unemployed people in America, and the S&P 500 and the Dow, which is the, the 30 biggest industrial companies in America, and the the 100 best tech companies in America, which is the NASDAQ and the S&P 500, which is the top 500 companies in America, are all hitting highs. Mm. And they're all doing really, really well and they're all recovering. And as bizarre as it sounds, I think they're going to carry on doing well, regardless of what's happening in the real world, in the economy. Mm -hmm. And that's because of technology. Yeah, Because... What's happening behind the scenes is all this stuff with blockchain and with not even necessarily cryptocurrency, just blockchain in itself Mm -hmm. is allowing things to move faster than ever. Mm -hmm. What people don't understand what's happening at the moment is we have revolutions every time time is condensed. So the first major one was when shipping was like a big thing and that was like the 1600s. Yeah. The next one was the 1800s, which was the the train had been invented and it allowed goods and services and communication to move faster. The next one was the internet and now it's blockchain. So just for listeners to kind of understand what it means. Yes, we have the internet and people are able to communicate instantly and whatever, but you can't transfer stuff as quickly. Mm -hmm. So say, for example, with big money, it takes hours, weeks, sometimes even months to transfer and move above a million pounds there's just like loads of regulations loads of loads of stuff yeah. that gets in the way so if you think okay cool the markets have been moving like this da, 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 da. but that's been when it's taken three days let's like, say for example if you've got 
money in in an asset or in a stock it can take average three days for that to sell in that three days what could have happened to the price inflictuated gone down anything yeah <laughs> so why is it taking three days in 2020 <laughs> like <laughs> that doesn't make any sense should be able to press a button it's done yeah <laughs> i can take a picture of my dog yeah. and my nan can see it in jamaica like <laughs> and i can't take yeah. my money out of something yeah, exactly. i got to wait three days yeah. what am i waiting three days for <laughs> it's because the financial world is still on this old system mm -hmm. but it's going to move it's moving over to this new system whether it likes it or not yeah. and the outcome of that is that unfortunately it's going to allow for the gap to get bigger it's mm -hmm. going to allow for the kind of actual economic situation to kind of be ignored for a little while longer and I think one of the things that's definitely going to happen is something's got to happen in the next year or two years with tax because mm -hmm. where's where's this money go? like how are you paying this back Rishi okay. how are you paying this back <laughs> like you've given all this money out yeah, yeah. Where's, where, like where's the payback coming from so something's going to happen and if yeah. with that happening if when the government and these institutions are claiming that money back it's only going to mean the markets are going up so it's, I, I don't see a bad financial situation out of this. It it, it looks like it should be mm -hmm. a, a little bit worse for wares, but it's going to be the same thing that happens all the time. There's mm -hmm. this financial issue, but it's just going to get pushed off onto the poorest people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It's not going to be... On the working class. Yeah. yeah. It's not going to be like, oh, okay, cool, we've got a... A one trillion pound debt or a 600 billion debt that we've now created because thanks to coronavirus it's not going to be we're actually going to try and do something about all this tax that apple and facebook owe us it's not going to be that yeah. because they can't do that because they need their tax money more than they need the average working person's tax money yeah. what people don't realize is yes you're a taxpayer but these big corporates pay more tax than all of the people in the uk oh, combined yeah, absolutely yeah so they don't want to yes, fall they out might, not not evasion it's avoiding the certain loopholes that they will do but overall they still pay more than they're 99% anyway exactly so, <laughs> so people yeah. say yeah the tax dodges but they still pay more yeah so <laughs> you know I mean? the number, numbers don't lie yeah know I mean? so yeah so obviously. somehow it's got to go down to the people yeah. and I, that's where I, I think it's very important now this is the year that people have to learn financial literacy mm. and financial education it's Absolutely. so paramount so uh, yeah final book I'm going to part with is I'm going to tell people to go and get Money Master the Game by Tony Robbins thank me later thank you very much Reese, for being on thank today's you. show thank you, very thank you very much it's been an absolute pleasure guys you've got some gems there Drive safe. Thank you for tuning in to Where's Your Head At? Unity FM 93.5 FM.